Hello, and welcome to Code Conversations, a new podcast series from ECNM Magazine that focuses on interpreting the National Electrical Code. I'm Ellen Parson, Editor-in-Chief of ECNM, and I'm sitting down today with NEC expert Russ LeBlanc to discuss difficult-to-decipher concepts surrounding the 2020 NEC in 10 minutes or less. Code Conversations is one of the many new benefits available to our free members-only portal available on our website, ecmweb.com, located under Premium Content. Most of you probably already know Russ. He's a master electrician, electrical instructor, trainer, certified electrical inspector, and longtime contributor and code consultant to ECNM Magazine, bringing you some of our most popular pieces of content, including what's wrong here, moving violations videos, and illustrated code catastrophes. For today's episode, we're going to discuss why SEC 406.4D4 may undergo some additional changes in the 2020 NEC. Russ, let's jump right into this and see why understanding these definitions is so important. So you recently pointed out that SEC 406.4D4 of the 2020 National Electrical Code was a prime example of why understanding the definitions in Article 100 was so important. Why is this so important when it comes to deciphering and applying the rules of the code? It's absolutely true. I think Article 100 may be the most important article in the codebook. Having a good understanding of the definitions provides the foundation for understanding the rules all throughout the codebook. For example, there's several types of outlets defined in Article 100, including outlets in general, lighting outlets, power outlets, and receptacle outlets. The definition of receptacle outlet in Article 100 is an outlet where one or more receptacles are installed. So a good example of this would be a duplex receptacle in an outlet box. In contrast, the Article 100 definition of receptacle states in part that a receptacle is a contact device installed at the outlet for the connection of an attachment plug or for the direct connection of electrical utilization equipment designed to mate with the corresponding contact device. So understanding the difference between a receptacle and a receptacle outlet is needed to help understand the AFCI protection requirement specified in section 406.4D4. Okay, so this section has undergone several changes over the past few code revision cycles, and you've indicated more changes will be coming soon. Why do you believe that's the case? Well, there were several public inputs submitted to revise section 406.4D4, and based on the wording in first revision 7600, this issue is being addressed for 2023. Presently, however, the literal wording in section 406.4D4 triggers AFCI protection requirements when a receptacle outlet located in any of the areas specified in sections 210.12a, b, and c for dwelling units, dorm units, guest rooms or guest suites, and patient sleeping rooms and nursing homes and limited care facilities is replaced but does not trigger AFCI protection requirements where only the receptacle itself is replaced. So do you think that is the actual intent of this rule? Why or why not? No, honestly, I don't. I, based on the previous wording of section 406.4D4 in the 2017 code, along with the revisions made in the first draft report based on those public input uh, that was submitted for the 2023 edition, I believe the intent of the present wording in section 406.4D4 is to trigger the AFCI protection requirements even when performing a simple receptacle replacement. However, 
the little wording does not quite get there since it only applies where a receptacle outlet is replaced. And while receptacle outlet boxes are sometimes replaced, I think replacing the outlet box is much less likely uh, to occur than replacing only the receptacle. How do you think this will all pan out when it's all said and done then? Perhaps the 2023 code will provide some much needed clarity on the intent of these rules, but until that time comes, we will need to continue to do our best for keeping our customers safe and to have professional and productive conversations with our AHJ to make sense of these sometimes confusing rules. That's definitely a good idea and to check with the AHJ just to make sure. So we'll see what happens with that going forward. So it looks like we're about out of time. I wanna thank Russ for sharing his unique insights from the field and industry knowledge with us today. In closing, I'd also like to thank Senior Associate Editor Ellie Coggins for editing and putting these podcasts together, making this valuable information available to all of our readers and listeners. This podcast is produced by ECNM Magazine, part of the portfolio of Endeavor Business Media Publication. That's it for today's Code Conversation. Please let me know if you have any pressing NEC podcast topics you'd like to listen to in the future. And don't forget to check out the Members Only Portal on our website for more podcasts and other content resources for electrical construction professionals. Thank you and have a great day.